0: Thanks for checking out the podcast and listening to another success story. We are talking with Mere, who was our teacher in university and mentor for our final graduation project. Mere worked as a brand strategist and strategic planner in many great companies such as BBDO, uh, TBWA and many more. As we go into her story, we can see that her background was not originally intended to be working in advertising, yet she found a way. How to make it work for her, and became very successful. So hey, Meta.
1: Hello. Tell us your story. Well, um, my story is that um, my name is Meta. Mm. Uh, as you've already said, and i'm I'm forty years old. Mm-hmm. i uh, I have been working as a brand strategist now for sixteen or seventeen years, I think. And um, if we go back to how that all started uh, yeah I, I um, well it actually started straight after um, straight after I did my A levels um, mm-hmm. I was I was 19 and, uh, and I wanted to go out traveling mm-hmm. so I, um, I went out and um, and I visited um, for two years I lived in, in Spain and I lived in in Greece, and then I ended up in England, in London, and um, so when I was 21 and I lived in London, I I realized, so now it's time to to go back to Denmark and start university. Mm -hmm. However, in the meantime, I I got uh, an English boyfriend, so, I, I left London, but I didn't leave the relationship with him. So, so we continued the relationship while I went to uh, to Denmark to mm. go to university, yeah. and then we just traveled back and forward and, and saw each other during the the long holidays and the mm. weekends and stuff like that. And Ryanair was just starting to oh. to fly, uh. so we could get cheap tickets back then. Before then, it was it was too expensive to fly anywhere. But uh, with Ryanair, suddenly you could you could have this. Uh, this uh, long distance relationship, so that was pretty cool. Mm. And uh, and then I uh, I studied uh, literature in um, and communication.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So so uh, not really uh, anything that, that was uh, targeted at, at advertising at all. But um, and I and I got um, I have a master's degree in, in literature and, um, and communication. Mm-hmm. So after studying for, um, for about four years, uh, I had to do my, um, my uh, master's uh, thesis and I, I ended up writing that. So I moved to London to be with my, my boyfriend and I, then mm. I wrote my master's thesis from mm-hmm. over there. And then I also had to do an internship which was part of my after the master's thesis? It was actually it was actually before. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it was before. Mm, yeah. Okay. So um, so I had my, my masters thesis and I had I had an internship, a three month internship I had to do and I chose to do that in London as well. Okay. Yeah. So I moved to London permanently and I gave up my apartment. I was living in, in all at the time. That was when I where I went to university. So um, yes, and then I then I moved over there, and um, and I looked for an internship, yeah. uh, and I was actually because I had my my education, I thought maybe I was going to be a teacher, maybe I was going to teach in high schools, <laughs> or maybe I was going to teach at university, and I wasn't really completely sure what I was going to do. <laughs> but um, I thought okay, so so how am I going to teach in in England? That might be a bit difficult because uh, what I what I had been. Been learning was was a lot about Danish literature and uh, wasn't in linguistics Danish linguistics. So so it wasn't really something I could I could use in Mm -hmm. in England. And um, and then instead I decided okay so why don't I try and look into this whole communication area which was so big and I didn't know anything about it Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So I just thought okay I'm 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 just gonna try and send out uh, a lot of applications to all the agencies I can think of. So, I just um, I, I did a Google search. I've always been very good with Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so, I did a long Google search and I think I ended up with 50 of, um, of the biggest advertising agencies in London I could, I could find or the most popular ones I could find. Mm. And then I ended up writing to all of them and actually sent them a physical letter. That was, it was just before you would do it by email, okay. <laughs> so i was still sending, nice. sending out mm-hmm. an application as a letter. And, uh, and one out of the 50 agencies came back and said, uh, okay, why don't you come in for a coffee? And that ended up being a, a really, really amazing place. It was called uh, St. Luke's mm-hmm. Communications, a really, really cool advertising agency. And um, this girl, she was called Kate Bordwell. she um, she had an interview with me, and she was uh, at the time something called a knowledge manager. Okay. So she would she would Please. gather all data and all information. All she'll do all the research for for every campaign. Okay. And uh, and she asked me if I wanted to to. to have an internship in uh, in her little team and um, for three months and and I was just so happy because uh, that was really cool, so I ended up mm. um, saying yes I'll do that and I was there for three months and um, actually those three months they they went so fast, and uh, even after those three months, I wasn't completely sure about what what advertising was about because mm. uh, just getting to know the different roles in an agency—it it took me so long because I came from from nothing. You I, had I different backgrounds, right? Yeah, I knew yeah. nothing about it. So, uh, but but then I I started realizing, okay, so there is this. Um, so they had the knowledge department, uh, and and um, closely related to the knowledge department, they had something called strategic planners. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like the strategists of of the agency, and then in another department they had the creatives and then they had like they had the production department they had the account management the project managers who would control everything and i just realized in 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 all of that that uh, there was something really really interesting in uh, in the whole strategic planning department Mm -hmm. because they were the ones who would they would be very closely linked with the with the knowledge and they would Create the strategy based on on the, the insights they could find on the target audience and on the brand and on the market. And how everything. big was
0: the agency? A- it, it was approximately very small how many compared, to,
1: um, to, compared to to Eng- English standard, and it was only about I think there were about sixty people when I when I started. People. Yeah, what? when I started working there, and normally in in, in London, a, an agency will be. 250 people Mm -hmm. and that that would be a a regular size uh, so huge departments of course they also have a smaller scale uh, but uh, but it was quite a a small agency Mm. for London but it was a really really cool agency and they still are Uh, so I I learned so much uh, from being there and um, very 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 creative place and and at the time they were they always wanted to be the new people of, of everything, so they didn't have, um, they had like working desktops, So, okay. which meant that uh, no one would have their own desktop. They would have like, uh, it, would, it, would, it would all be like one open office and then you would come in and you would be like, okay, today I'm going to sit right over there <laughs> mm-hmm. at that worktop. And then you would just uh, log on to uh, your your computer and, um, and and work from there, which mm-hmm. which created something a bit. Uh, it was a bit different than, mm-hmm. than any other yeah. agency, especially in London, because um, it's always been uh, there. There's always been quite a strong hierarchy of of how of, of you know you had the creative director at the top. He would be like, I say he because it was usually a man. He mm-hmm. would be like the the king of everything and a real hero at the agency and they were trying to make a more flat structure mm-hmm. in the um, in creative agency. Uh, it feels normal. to me
0: that nowadays this system you're describing is more common. Do you think that they it were is. very progressive
1: in this I way? I know and so much has happened uh, mm-hmm. in, in the years I've been in advertising with women as well, uh, women's role in advertising because back then it was still very uh, <laughs> it was a very masculine culture to uh, mm-hmm. to enter mm-hmm. and uh, and the women were, were Normally the ones having, um, they weren't creative directors, many of them, even mm. though they were incredibly skilled, but then um, they were more likely to have uh, like a, an account role, a project management role, um, so, so a, lot, a lot has happened in the years I've been in it. Mm, that's very interesting. Yeah, and then I, um, I really liked the place mm. and they, they uh, actually offered me a job afterwards. After, know, after the internship? The, yeah, after mm-hmm. the internship. That's why internships are so important because uh, they are often where you start your career. Mm.
0: For the most part, yeah. Yeah. So it's you like like learn the most and then you get an opportunity. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And, and that's where you create your, your first network uh, and uh, it's, it's so important. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was very important to me and, and that was basically how I, I entered the world of advertising mm-hmm. and never left it again. So uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. It really charms you.
1: Yeah, it does, and then um, then I started working there full time, and of course I still had my master's uh, thesis I had to uh, to write, uh, so that took me a long time. I think it took me uh, one and a half year to to get that done um, <laughs> on the side, but uh, I finally managed it, and then I, I finished it all in I think two thousand and seven maybe, and uh, and then. After that, in two thousand and eight, I um, after working mm-hmm, as um, mm-hmm. that was a, as a strategic planner in, in that agency. I think I ended up spending three years at St. Luke's, mm-hmm. and then I moved to Denmark. Back again. Yeah, back again. And uh, that was right in the middle of the uh, financial crisis, and I, mm-hmm. I never thought it was going to be uh, difficult to get a job in, in Denmark because I thought I was. Uh, a hero coming from London. Yeah.
0: What was the reason you came?
1: It was because I, uh, I still had the English boyfriend at at the time and uh, we were going to get married in Denmark and we were going to try and settle down over here and have children and, and all of that and mm-hmm. uh, London wasn't very child friendly so it was basically oh, really? to... Okay. Uh, to To get a family in, uh, in Denmark with all the benefits and, yeah, and everything yeah. you get from from the good life here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in England um, in London, if it's it's quite difficult to um, to to because because the um, institutions, the uh, children's institutions, they're so incredibly expensive. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense to to work and then put. All your salary into an institution. So, so what often happens is that one of the people, usually the woman, stays at home and and looks after the the child. And mm-hmm. um, okay, yeah. yeah, so so instead of being a stay at home mom, we uh, <laughs> we went to Denmark.
0: I mean, you had you had the opportunity, so you had yeah, to yeah. use it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great that you work this way. Yeah. yeah. So, but what happened but then, afterwards? Uh, the crisis. Yeah.
1: Then I moved to. Um, to, to Denmark in the summer of uh, 2008 with my uh, with my boyfriend at the time and uh, and it was so difficult for me to, to get a job because uh, what I realized was that uh, strategic planning in, in England in, in London is like this this core discipline that they are so much into and they'll invest in it and they'll have Big departments with, with yeah. strategic planners, and and I came to Denmark and I realized, oh my God, this is this is such a niche role in Denmark. There aren't many strategic planners here, maybe ten in yeah. Copenhagen, only a few. So okay, so and and many people would do the strategy, but they would have a different title. Then they would be like um, creative or account, and and normally. Um, so some, some people would look after that, the, the strategy, but, but not completely isolated as a strategic planner. Mm-hmm. So that was my, uh, my first realization. And then the second one is, was that, uh, and because, uh, because it was a huge financial crisis in the world and in mm-hmm. Denmark, it was the last place where people would, would be hiring. Because um, if, if, you are, if you're really struggling as an agency, you're just trying to uh, to get going and, and yeah, then you yeah. will um, and then strategy the the place where people really spend a lot of time and research mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Oh, all these thinking people we don't have time for that it's just really move on and get something in, into production so mm-hmm. so that wasn't really a place for, for investments and, uh, and uh, I ended up looking for a job. Uh, I had many, many coffees uh, during the whole uh, autumn. And that was pr- quite cool as well because uh, I got to see all the agencies. Uh, no one, none of them hired me, but I got to see them and visit them. Yeah. And it was quite, quite actually a good investment for me because uh, I, I, I knew where they all were and uh, I knew the people working there sort of, and I knew the CEO of the different ones. So I well. I didn't know, know them personally, but it was quite cool to, to get a face and, and, and sort of see, okay, so that's the sort of culture they have. And then I, um, I actually ended up uh, getting a job at, uh, at a place. Uh, I, I got a job off in November 2008 after looking for a job for about five or six months uh, at a place called Bates, mm-hmm. Young and Rubikin. And that was so lucky again because it was like the best place to be mm-hmm. in, uh, in advertising at the time you and
0: mean just by company culture or by the big size of the company or both
1: at the time it was it was like um, it was in the top three um agencies uh, image wise it was really very recognized as a great place to be uh, like um, for your career, but also it had a really really nice culture, mm-hmm. and it, it's probably looking back, it's probably the, the best place I've, I've ever been. I was there for four years, and uh, we had um, I was a strategic planner there, and we had a small strategic de- planning planning department of um, three to four people at the time. And what happened there was that uh, I sort of got a mentor, the 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 woman who hired me ended up sort of following me. Uh, she's still. We, we we have a business together okay. today, uh, so mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we've sort of uh, followed each other along the way, mm-hmm. and she she ended up being the most important person for me, okay. uh, career wise, but but also in my my personal life. Mm-hmm. She's a good friend today, but she was uh, she was such a skilled strategist, and she was uh, she was a partner at at Bates at the was time. She,
0: was she your superior because yes, she hired yes, you? Yes, right? she was
1: my uh, my. Direct
0: I'm superior in superior. strategic
1: planning, or yes, she was okay. like the director of, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. of strategic planning, and she was a partner at the agency, yes. and uh, so she was she was my boss. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for all those years, and uh, and she was so skilled, and I think, I think everything I've I've learned was was basically from her, uh, mm. and and everything I've, I've taken on because we had we had a completely identical way of working, and. Um, it was it was just uh, it was such a great partnership and um, it was it was some great years and then after after four years I thought okay so now I've been under her wings for uh, for four years and now it's probably time to to stand on my own and and Bates mm-hmm. at the time was uh, was starting to struggle when, when I when I just entered Bates at, at that time they were they were doing so well and suddenly. Within a, a year, they they lost uh, like three large clients, and mm. uh, and then that just makes you completely vulnerable, and uh, and and they were starting to um, to make uh, redundancies, and people weren't really sure of of, uh, of they were going to to get us um, keep the seat mm-hmm. in there. So I just thought, okay, I've. I saw this this um, opportunity at another agency. It was it was basically just uh, I think someone wrote on on Facebook, oh, we need a strategic planner. Do you know anyone? Uh, get in contact with us. And, and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna try and, mm-hmm. and look and see what it is. And um, and that was uh, BBDO, mm-hmm. another yeah. big network agency. And I um, I got the job there as a, as a strategic planner and I was the only one working there in that agency okay. so I was the the only strategic planner there
0: this was first time by yourself basically so yes yeah. yes it was oh, and that yeah, was also yeah. really uh,
1: yeah yeah quite hard uh, being on your own because uh, it's it's so good to have someone to uh, well just to um, well just just you know the the daily uh, Conversations mm-hmm. you have, where yeah. you, if if you are unsure about something, you just want to test it uh, to something see if it works, it. Yeah. and yeah, and, and it wasn't really there. I was I was completely on my own.
0: Do you think that a uh, person who doesn't have an, you had a background, you had an experience in yeah. like, a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. yeah. Do you think a person without the back the experiences you had, could or anybody for the matter, if you you were this by now it's like seven years you work as a strategy plan. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think anybody? Could do it without that experience by yourself, or you would only need those people around. No,
1: you would really need you would. I I would always, um, I would always recommend to to go into a place where you could learn from Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. from a mentor, a a a, a role model that Mm -hmm. that that you'll have, because when you enter. The world of of any any businesses, uh, mm. whether it's advertising or anything else, you you you, you have to. Look, that that's actually when you start learning. Mm. <laughs> that's when you when you start working because most of it is theory by mm. uh, by now uh, until until you actually enter the the working phase. So mm. it's so important to uh, it's so important to to get some sort of allies in 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 the whole business and and get someone uh, that you can learn from and i think looking back that's that's where i've been very very fortunate because i've i've always been very close to um to the people i thought were uh, the most skilled mm-hmm. in the agencies I've, I've been working at so i've, I've always learned a lot from uh, from every single one of them mm. and at, at bbdo i was i was it, it was the um the ceo who she, she was uh, she was previously a strategic planner so so i could use her but of course uh, she was she was very busy so it, it wasn't like on a on a daily one-to-one where i could sit and, and chat to her right. but it was um the time there was was uh, quite turbulent and uh and very very different from from what i came from at at bates where it was it was like one big family and we had so many great parties and ate cake most days and everything was just uh, it was it was there was such a good culture at Mm -hmm. at Bates Mm -hmm. such a relaxed atmosphere and when I entered uh, BBDO there were some good people there nice people it just didn't have that culture it didn't Mm. have the Mm. the warm culture that that Bates did and we got um, we got a client in um, a huge organization that was based in Aarhus. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were they were actually given be they were given the, the local BBDO office because um, because of the large BBDO network. So we had we we had a client in Aarhus who were given BBDO and they weren't too happy with that. Because they they actually wanted to to handpick one of the uh, creative agencies in Copenhagen themselves, so they sort they sort of felt that they were forced to to get BBDO mm-hmm. because of the network, and uh, that sort of um, that that really it, that brought a lot of tensions. And uh, I was one of the I was I was part of that team who was sent over to the client, you know, who's. And um, that was that was I think it was probably two or three times a week we would have to go over there mm-hmm. for meetings, and they they would set the meetings for nine o'clock in the morning, which meant that uh, I would I would be leaving at five o'clock yeah, yeah, yeah. in the morning from mm-hmm. Copenhagen, leaving my my small child and everything behind to go over there for a nine o'clock meeting, and it was it was very very tiring Mm -hmm. and at the same time it there there was this feeling that uh, the client didn't really want us so Mm -hmm. so it wasn't very motivating it wasn't a very motivating um phase of my my working life Mm -hmm. and then after after a year of working there it was actually merged with another agency called tbwa another agent (laughs) network agency and uh it was uh, that was also some that was also a crazy year because um, when you merge two agencies, you also merge two cultures, mm-hmm. of and uh, you will suddenly end up with too many directors as well, and uh, everyone has to be given a role and a, and a fancy title, mm-hmm. and within a week uh, the new. The, the new board of directors, the, the new management, they they—they they didn't get along and brrrt, uh, everything was open mm-hmm. the air mm-hmm. and then it was just like a, a year of uh, crazy things that happened there and suddenly there was no CEO, suddenly uh, people were were escaping the, the agency to, mm-hmm. uh, to try something else and I was just sitting there and uh, wasn't really sure of what my next move would, just would be. Just observing. Yeah, yeah, what's happening here? And at the th- same time, my, my mom got very ill, so I actually ended up um, I ended up um, stopping uh, quitting. That job, mm-hmm. but I was sort of um, they used me afterwards, afterwards as a as a freelance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so I quit the job in order to um, my mom was uh, was up in in mm-hmm. So as uh, so I quit the job in order to, to be able to to be there with her yeah, yeah. while she was she was little.
0: Interesting. Do yeah. you think that the was the reason also why you created most of the, the culture and everything mm. or to, to follow up the very better question how important part from this experience you think the culture of the company is?
1: I think it's everything and um, also something to uh, to really uh, bear in mind when uh, when you go out and uh, pursue your careers mm. is that uh, always try to um, the most important thing is, is really to, to be nice to people, and it's yeah. such a cliche. But but culture's everything, and uh, and working in advertising, it 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 can be really really hard because you have some tight deadlines, and and people will be so pressured sometimes. Uh, they'll be they'll be stressed. They'll be yeah. uh, you know, people, Everything will be. Uh, um, in, in a, on, a, on a high level uh, mm-hmm. and very tense, mm-hmm. because often what, what happens is that uh, you, you get invited into pitches, different pitches, mm-hmm. and often, often you'll, you'll, um, you'll be one of, of four other agencies or maybe five other agencies pitching, pitching for this, this client. Mm-hmm. And uh, most agencies will, will put everything in on uh, on these pitches. They'll they'll just do everything to get the client because then yeah, they'll yes. know okay that's next year's budget we will be saved if, if we get this client. <laughs> so they'll just risk everything and uh, and put so many resources into to getting these uh, pitches done. Yes, yeah. So uh, so there'll be there's a lot on stake when you when you work on these pitches. And I've always been working on on them because I've I've been the strategic planner. So. Yeah. It's basically where you start. You create Mm -hmm. a strategy and then there will often be some sort of uh, creative uh, solution after that. But the strategy is so important because that's the direction you take the client in. So uh, there's been a lot of pressure in these situations. And I think I've I've seen many people um, probably not showing the best side of uh, of themselves in in those situations. And that's Mm -hmm. where it's really, really important to, to, to... to be good to people, mm-hmm. be nice to them, and uh, and really know that you can be trusted. So, mm-hmm. so being a good colleague is, is really what um, for me personally. It's I think it's what has it's um, uh, it's 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 the, it's the reason for, for for me still being for, for being where I am today. Mm-hmm.
0: It's also yeah. from what you say, at least it gives me the vibe that. Uh, because of the good culture you had, you were able to have those role models in the in the beginning yeah, of your career yeah. and get the close connection with them, yeah. which can uh, elevate your skills by now. Yeah. So basically, the good company culture you had in the beginning puts you where you are now, right?
1: Yeah. Exactly. And and it's still my network. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Still, my, my network is still working for me. If if I have to go out and meet new people, it's it's just ten times more difficult to convince them that uh, I'm the right person for for this project and for this particular task mm-hmm. because oh, then you have to prove yourself again. And it's still it's still a network um, carrying me uh, to to new opportunities. And that's mm-hmm. that's uh, it's really interesting. Because it's like these uh, you know, these uh, rings in the water, it's, it, it just continues,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's, it's very, very network related and, uh, and that's why it's so important to, uh, to be a good colleague mm-hmm. okay. and, and be someone that uh, people want to, to work with.
0: And that uh, is amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: What about um, as you go forward, the, then you end up working in education? How about that? I know. How yeah. that happened? Well,
1: I just uh, first before education, it, it happened because I got so tired of uh, of advertising. Mm-hmm. Funny enough. <laughs> no, we all can change, you know. <laughs> but sometimes you um, you just um, it's it's very important to to stay motivated. I had um, after the whole um, TBWA thing, um, mm-hmm. I um, I got offered um, a job at. Another agency where I spent um uh, about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. It was called Republica. And um I had uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very very different. The, I was um I was the head of um, the strategic planning department and um and it was uh, it was based in uh, Albert El mm-hmm. which is uh completely different from from an agency being based in the Copenhagen City Centre it also means it has a different culture it attracts different people it attracts different creatives Mm -hmm. so I really I got a bit of a culture shock when I I entered that world because it was so different and it was probably closer to what you would find um, working in a if you worked for a on the client side in an organization and they had like a marketing department. It was mm. probably closer to that sort of culture, I think. Okay. It was very close related to, um, to co-op, the big supermarket chain, which was actually right opposite on the other side. And they also owned, they they owned the uh, the, the agency. So mm. you can sort of say that it's an in-house agency, but it's yes. it's not because we still had to pitch for all <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the the tasks that, uh, that co-op had so right. it, it was quite um, a difficult working environment for me it, it wasn't it wasn't easy for me personally because I'm, uh, I'm the type of person who really needs to um, I need to feel comfortable in it and I need to feel that the client uh, wants me so yeah. I felt as though I was in that situation um, that I was in uh, a few years ago where I had to, to travel to to all mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. clients who didn't like me I sort of felt that I was in that that's that's a similar situation to that so it 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 made me a bit uncomfortable and and it sort of made me um instead of doing my best I sort of tried to uh, to escape that that client and every time there was a new and it was it was the large client so it's not it wasn't it wasn't someone you could just uh, where you could just say i'm not working on that client i'm working on everything else but i was trying to do that i was all the time every time we we got like a new pitch i would jump on that i say like, I'll, I'll do that and uh, everything to avoid meeting with that client mm-hmm. and that wasn't very healthy for me yeah. so i uh, i ended up uh, quitting mm-hmm. but it took me it sort of took me i a, 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 a think um, I I quit back in the well that goes back in, in two thousand and seventeen mm-hmm. in the in the spring and I and I finished in autumn uh, mm-hmm. like five months later because I had to finish some projects mm-hmm. but then I was really I was really done by then and <laughs> yeah, I was of uh, and and I felt that uh, okay now I really need to. Um, to do something completely else, but I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I just I knew um, I had to be on my own for a while. I had to be independent, and uh, I was I was longing to um, to to go deeper into materials and books. I was uh, I think from from all those years working in in advertising in this fast-paced environment. And if you are a strategist, what you really want to do is you really want to to do your research and and turn things upside down and uh, see different angles, and there was never much time to do that. Right. So I I, uh, I realized that uh, okay, maybe I should just start um, reading some some books. Maybe I should start um, doing some reports on. On uh, the latest trends and stuff like that, I wasn't really yeah. sure what I was going to do. But uh, <laughs> but then uh, then I got a few calls and I ended up being uh, like a freelance um, at uh, at different agencies. And, mm-hmm. and then I got a call from um, from um, Kia, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they asked me if I wanted to to come and do. Um, it was called like a, a disruption module. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on uh, communication design and yeah. media, so I did a, a module there uh, based on uh, on a theory by um, he's called Jean-Marie Dru, He's he's uh, he's written a book on uh, that's called disruption, and it's basically an advertising theory, and, yeah. uh, a strategy that you can apply to everything, and it's great. But um, yeah, I did that, and uh, and I thought this is so cool, and at the same time. Um, I was asked to to go and and do a lecture in Hyper Island. Do you know Hyper Island? Mm. Mm. It's like a creative uh, education in in Sweden. Okay. Okay. And and also um, I went to uh, it's called the DMUlex, then the Danish Media and journalistic school. So so I just started teaching a lot of different places, and I thought and. I thought this is this is really interesting. This mm-hmm. is great. Now I finally get a chance to uh, to read all the books that uh, I didn't have time to do mm-hmm. because I was forced to do the uh, <laughs> to read the curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. And and then at the same time I uh, I started uh, my own education for um, for senior marketeers mm-hmm. where I, I did. This with um, the the woman I'll, I was talking about previously, and, mm-hmm. and another guy I've uh, I've worked with, so we we joined uh, well we, we went together, and, and now we have um, we call it we, we have a masterclass every every autumn mm-hmm. where we um, where we 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 teach in strategy. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really cool. It's it's so much fun, mm-hmm. and it really means that uh, we all get to to learn all these theories that. Uh, none of us could remember and uh, no it's it's pretty cool so that's that's oh, where we are at the
0: moment nice. <laughs> yeah um, where could we find this um, masterclass if we are interested in
1: it? yeah you can uh, find it um, online uh, with the um, the the website is uh, strategy Uddannelsen. Mm-hmm. I guess it's in Danish, yeah. It's in Danish, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is actually in Dan- no? Danish, yeah. And I think we'll, we'll keep it in Danish. And we only have, mm-hmm. uh, we, had a, we had our first class uh, this autumn. Mm-hmm. And there were 20, 23 people attending. And it was really, really cool. It was every Wednesday night. We had like this uh, three-hour session, and uh, we did a lot of uh, we, we did a, like a workshop. They they would get some theory, and then they would do some classes. And yeah, it was it was good fun. So you actually it again. End
0: up, you actually end up nicely shifting from practice into more of a sharing the knowledge with people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and basically that is um, that is also what happens when you when you have small children because. Uh, mm. When I work in advertising, I would work um, seventy hours a week, mm-hmm. and uh, so my family couldn't really uh, <laughs> relate to that, which mm-hmm. I completely understand. It was it was just too tough. So so uh, working in as a as a teacher for the moment, it's it's it just gives me more more time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. However, I am uh, probably going uh, going back over to the other side again very, yeah, but very you're, you're
0: soon you're still uh, <laughs> already making your other plans for being more in the education time you have yes to, uh, yes
1: so yeah. we'll keep that
0: yeah that's the important part, i believe
1: yeah exactly. anyway but
0: this i would say it can wrap it up it's yeah? already quite long
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> so i talk too much you No, know, it's amazing <laughs> it's
0: actually very amazing but super interesting to listen to the story yeah, yeah.
1: one question you were yeah. All the agencies
0: you've worked in it's approximately approximately in for three years or two years. It's a good question and is yeah it because yeah. you kind of get
1: tired of it of the same environment. I th- or? No, I think um, I think that there was like uh, I don't know if it applies anymore. there was like a, a golden rule when I started mm-hmm. that where, where people said uh, you should definitely spend three to four years in, in okay. each place. In order to look uh, consistent, yeah. on your uh, curriculum, um, and uh, I and and I think I think what what mm, I think what norm- normally happens when you when you've been at a place for a few years, you, you, it's just like now it's now it's time to move on because yeah. culture does change as well. That's what I've experienced. Uh, Nothing is the same as, as when you started.
0: Hmm. With new person, they always bring something to exactly,
1: to and and advertising that world, the, the whole creative uh, business. It just it evolves so quickly that uh, that things change so quickly, and um, yeah. and suddenly from one day to the other, you will you'll be bought by a large network, and then the whole organization changes, and then suddenly you have it's a completely different. Place than, than when you started, so I mm-hmm. think it just happens. But I think um, the people I've known who've changed too often that has not uh, really done uh, too well for them. Okay. It's it's good to to look at a CV and 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 see consistency. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: And and that's also something I'll I'll say. Um, that's not on there, but. Uh, I, I would also always, always recommend to be consistent uh, with the role. Yeah. If, if you know that you're very creative, pursue that direction. Mm-hmm. because okay. uh, some, people are, some people have like uh, we, some people have both the strategic part and the project management part and the creative mm-hmm. part, and, and which one should, should you go towards then? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's very important to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Because then, then you become a specialist, and people would rather want a specialist than a, a generalist. Uh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, if 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 you say on on your CV that you're good at, uh, I'm very good at writing, but I'm also really creative, and I, and I also uh, I'm I'm a great project manager. That they then they'll be like, well, is he or she really good at 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 one thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's very important to to really show your your strength. Mm-hmm. And, and just be strong and, and go down that that route. And, and especially here in the beginning, mm-hmm. make sure to everything you do, make sure to that that it it adds value to exactly that direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. that's
0: very good. That's <laughs> <is amazing. laughs> Actually, yeah. that's super cool. Did you did you actually um, had to use a lot of uh, graphical skills in your field?
1: Well, I because um, I know
0: you don't have a background from it. We, we talked about yeah, it.
1: that's that's actually one of my skills. I uh, I, I, I I really love uh, doing big and bold and beautiful presentations, and it's always been mm-hmm. it's like a, a, a nerdy thing. But uh, it's it's something that's really important for me, and I can I can spend I spend too much time doing them as well, where I should focus on something completely different when I work. But then I'll just be like, oh, and then I'll find a picture and, oh, and I'll spend way too much time on it. So so it, I think I've ended up using it as my my strength because uh, then then I know that visually it's it's well presented, and uh, and often I find. <laughs> um, you know that from uh, from from what you've seen that at kia when when the teachers present sometimes it'll it'll just look mm-hmm. horrific <laughs> mm-hmm. and the visual presentation is, is so important so mm-hmm. i think i ended up realizing that it was just an important part of it even though though you say you can say the right thing but if if you don't present it well enough then no one's going to listen the visual
0: has to always support it right
1: it's so important yeah it's but i've never that. gone down the route of of saying um, I've, I don't. I've, I've never actually written it anywhere uh, or said it. Uh, it's. I've never. I've never. Um, uh, it's. It's never been part of my my CV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. It's just there in the background. But mm. it's. It's. It's really important for me. It's yeah. the most important thing, actually. I think yeah. at the moment I'm. I'm doing like an online brochure for uh, for this education we we have and. Uh, and it's very important for me mm-hmm, that, because mm-hmm. the other two guys, that um, the two people, my the partners in it, they are a bit like, yeah, yeah, they'll they think that everything is nice, but I'll be like, oh, this is. Uh,
0: it's good that you have the person in the team who can take care of this. Yeah, thing, you know? yeah. Because then you have take, taken care of this part as well. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. Then I can. Uh, then I can. Um, Set, set the agenda. The agenda. Then uh, no one can, can tell me how it should look. Then mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if yeah. it's your organisation, then no one is tell you. Exactly. But still, it's, good, it's good. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's also the big difference from from working in a, in a very small agency and working in a large agency. Because when you when you work in a small agency, you'll you'll have all roles. If you're only five or six people there, you'll you'll be you'll all be doing the same thing Everywhere, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and in the big organizations they'll be like if 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 you are a strategist and you become cr- you're, you're not supposed to to really be creative mm-hmm. someone else will take care of that so you're like mm-hmm. you're very limited to your to your role there yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah
0: startups are better for this probably
1: yeah? startups yeah. Yeah. because yeah. They, they need
0: everything yeah. exactly. so the more stuff you know for them the better i guess
1: yeah. exactly that's but, true yeah.
0: yeah what would you recommend to start your career in a startup or in a other agency, it, I, because I'm it's very different when you're in a startup you yeah. get the sense of responsibility yeah because a lot of tasks depend on you but then you don't exactly. get to as you said work on be the specialist yeah. mm. it's
1: true I think it, it I think it depends on where your passion is mm-hmm. I think um, if if you feel that you have this entrepreneur gene yeah. I think you should you should go with the startup. Okay. Um, it really depends. Some some people get uh, get very demotivated in large organizations yeah. because you know it's Priority it's a long way up to the top and to get an approval and mm-hmm. sometimes you you'll get a tiny budget for things and oh, it's it's uh, it can be it can be really really difficult. On the other hand, it also has um, you'll be working with. A lot of different people learning from them, yeah. so so it also has a lot of benefits. Yeah. It mm-hmm. sort of depends on yeah. Right. So it's um, it it really depends on uh, what what you feel for. I would I would I would really go f- f- for for the passion yeah, where yeah. where do you think you would you would fit in the most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's sum it up. <laughs> good luck with everything. Yeah. yeah. Thank
0: you.